Hey guys, what's happening? Welcome to the show. Um, we're missing Brian. He's not lost in the woods on magic, uh, you know, far too many brown mushrooms or what have you. Not this time anyways. Not he's this working. Time. <laughs> it's actually a work-related uh, thing. So um, he's okay. He's not lost. He's not under duress. He is just uh, under the under the thumb of the man working. So uh, so you, you're stuck with us three, us three's guys. So today I, I posted something on Twitter earlier this morning that, you know, that the day kind of progresses. I don't know about you listeners, but myself, the day progresses on what starts to piss me off, like immediately. And then the residual effects of being pissed off for the rest of the day that are compounded with other things that make me angry. Um, <laughs> that's usually the, the start of my day. And of course, now, for those of you that are not aware that you've been living under a rock for the past, I don't know, however long television's been around, uh, PBS is funded by you, the idiot taxpayer, and I, the idiot taxpayer, and the rest of us stupid people who allow the government to fleece us to pay for their television channel and their radio station. The only redeeming quality of the local radio station, which is out of Kent, where the Politburo of Academia is located, known as Kent State University, uh, they have um, a radio station that plays classical music on their specific PBS station. It is the only redeeming quality of that radio station. And I stand by that comment. And if anybody from Kent wants to come here, I will send the location and then we will sword fight in the street. And then we will let the gods decide who's right. Like gentlemen. Yeah, like proper fucking gentlemen. So this is what pisses right. me off straight away. Straight away. First thing. Dramatic drop in common viruses raises questions masks forever and any of you that said that you didn't see this coming i don't know what to tell you right it's, it's been on the cards because first of all the chief witch doctor of the state uh the fucking pharisee of fuckery uh dr fuck you fauci who i also want to sword fight in the street um i'm very confident in my chances he's old and spry but i'm very angry and right. my anger is way more powerful than anything that he can deliver. I can promise you that. Uh, remember, he flip flopped, you guys. He was like, "Ah, you don't need a mask," and oh, then yeah. mask became the the standard. And then oh, oh, two masks are better than one. It's like Animal <laughs> Farm, you know. Two legs good, four legs better, you know. So I, I don't know what to tell you guys other than they're not going to let you go. They're not. The only way this mask shit is going to end is when everybody stops listening. They don't have right. enough bullets. Every, everybody's going to have to collectively get fucking sick of it and say enough is enough. Like That's right. That, yeah, that, that's the only way. Because like, anytime you seed so much as an inch, they, they will take a seven-mile stretch. Yeah, that's, uh, that's the understatement of the day, and it's accurate. <laughs> but unfortunately, it is true. Um, the thing is, too, when they talk about flu cases being down, I don't believe for one second that they're properly testing for the flu. I don't think they have for a year now. You cannot not. tell me that the flu just decided it's not going to show up this year. It's right, just, it just magically decided. Yeah, it's on a union break. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. the flu's on a union break this year. <laughs> We're letting the new guy take over. You know, we're getting ready to retire. <laughs> right, Exactly. So this is the quote from the uh, from the article from the propaganda arm of the state, one of many state media outlets, including ones that are, quote, independent, which is a flaming pile of horseshit. None of them really are. The quote is, we don't know anybody that's gotten the flu. I don't know of a student that has gotten strep throat. Well, first of all, when did your students start returning to school? That's the first fucking question. <laughs> right. I don't understand. This passes for Pravda propaganda, like Soviet style. You know, you know, only in Soviet Union can we can can you know, weak influenza be defeated by strong communism. You know what I mean? That's essentially what I'm being told right now. This is what we're being told. Oh, the flu's not happening. Strep throat's not happening. Well, no, you dopey sod. It's because nobody's being tested for it. You can't even go like I remember when uh, I had to get the I, I have an allergy problem. I have to get this giant needle shoved in my ass. OK, that's the extent. Don't worry. Don't tune out. That's all that we're going to do. 
just relax. The Brown stuff is done for the, for a while now because there's a lot of crying and complaining, a lot of bitching, but what have you. So I have this needle that's I, like, I'm not kidding you. Like it takes a minute to sink that fucker in. And it's like, Jesus Christ, you finished yet, guys. I mean, come on. So I have to go in there, right. And get a, uh, get this shot because otherwise I just pour out of my face because of the tree pollen. The tree pollen's really bad. Last year it was exceptionally bad. And I'm the kind of person that has to have the, um, the pollen uh, uh, forecast to know when I'm permitted to leave the house. I like, and get out of the air conditioning. I know I don't joke with you that in the spring when it's like 65 outside and there's pollen on the, you know, you know, coming off of the trees, I am in my house with the air conditioning on. There isn't even a fucking window open. Like I, I don't need it. No better place to be, man. <laughs> no, you're absolutely right, man. You're absolutely right. So I had to get, but in order to get into the building last year, you thought that I was crossing the DMZ between North and South Korea. You know what I mean? They're like, park your car, remain in your car. Do not get out of your car. We will come to you. Then we will check your temperature. Then we will stroke your penis. Then we will determine if we're going to let you in the building. It was wild shit, man. It was wild shit. And here's the other thing. If masks are so effective, again, I hate the fact that the majority of the show that, that, that since last year has been this topic, but unfortunately it's the reality that they're forcing upon us. Okay. Let's fucking talk about it. How is it possible that after mask mandates are instituted in the various several States that the cases go up, but the flu goes down. Like we found the magic bullet for the flu. The influenza virus is like, yeah, you know what? We're really easily transmissible, but as soon as you throw that stupid fucking face cloth on, we're done. Right. Yeah. It's it's like the restaurants. Donuts. <laughs> yeah. Like the restaurants, right? You go into the restaurant, and there's that stupid goddamn piece of plexiglass between you and the and the diner behind you. And the Rona gets to the edge and is like, whoa, what? Whoa. Can't go any further. This right. is the edge. This is the end of the world here. The virus cannot travel past this piece of fucking plastic. It's slippery. Right. There, there, there's a border right here at this plexiglass, and we yeah. have a social contract that, that recognizes this border. Right. So we can't come get you. Your Wait. social contract saved you. <laughs> yeah. All hail the state. So check this right. out. Check this uh, so a study released this month in the Journal of Hospital Medicine, led by researchers from Vanderbilt University Medical Center, found that across 44 children's hospitals, the number of pediatric patients hospitalized for respiratory illness is down 62%. The number of kids in the United States who have died of the flu this season remains in the single digits. Deaths have dropped dramatically, too, compared to the last 10 years. The number of flu deaths among children is usually 100 and 200 per year. But so far, only one child has died from the disease. So um, there's a lot of things that are going to contribute to that number being low, one of which being don't leave your fucking house. That's a huge reason why people aren't transmitting anything. And I don't necessarily feel that that's also a good thing. Because what happens when, if, you know, uh, His Majesty, uh, the, the corpse of 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, finally lets you have that barbecue on July 4th to celebrate your independence from absolutely nothing anymore. And what about, do the viruses get, do they have to get stronger? Is that how they're going to evolve? Like, I'm not a virologist, I understand that, but in order to be more transmissible, don't they have to, don't, I mean, they're going to evolve to make it whatever the path of least resistance is, right? Mm -hmm. So they're going to get stronger in order to be more transmissible. That's how I would understand it to be. So yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Right. So when we do get into contact with each other, what is there, are they going to actually going to start measuring for the flu again? Like this, you know, in 2025 or 2026, when the witch doctor says we can't hang out. I have never been tested my entire life for the fucking flu. Like I get sick and I stay home until I feel better. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's right. how, unless and I'm then if I don't get better, then, then I go to the doctor. Right. I mean, like, sure. I, I just, because like they, you know, for a long time, like they were pumping, you know, antibiotics left and right. Every time you went to the doctor, they were like, give you antibiotics. They sense, you know, has slowed down on that. But like, I never took antibiotics because I'm like, unless I absolutely have to, I won't take them because it's just not good for your stomach and other things in your body to constantly be on antibiotics. So mm. like I would try to beat my colds 
or flus or, or whatever virus, whatever naturally on its own, you know, just by, you know, hydrating. And like, I use a neti pot for like sinus infections. I would never, ever take antibiotics for sinus infections ever. Like I just, that's, I just stayed at home and like beat the colds that way. So I don't, I don't know. I mean, how many people are actually going out there and getting tested for the flu is like the question as well. How do you know there's no flu? I don't know. I talked to, I talked to Brian about it because he was a, a medic for a while. And he said that anytime in the past when you showed up and you were showing symptoms, they did test you for influenza uh, simply because they wanted to get, I think that there's a drug that they give you. It's called Tamiflu. If I'm not mistaken, that's supposed to mitigate some of the symptoms from influenza, which, you know, depending on how old you are, once again, the older you are, the more susceptible you are, the younger you are, the more susceptible you are. So, you know, there, there, there are certain things that they can do to mitigate the symptoms, but you know, just to say that it doesn't exist anymore in the strep throat. Like, remember, I think a couple of years ago when they were trying to scare people out of taking, speaking of antibiotics, like, oh, we're prescribing them too much. Well, I think there's a lot of truth to that. But then remember super strep throat? They're like, oh, there's going to be super bugs. There's going to be super bugs that you can't use drugs on or anything like that. Well, what if we walk into yet another situation where now the now, now super bugs are a real thing because mm-hmm. they have to be, you know, exactly. You know, and another thing to shit your pants in fear and shut the economy down and, you know, not let anybody out of their house because yet we have a super bug that's uh, showed up. You know, we have super strep throat, super serious strep throat. I got to step away for just a second. My dog is going ape shit. Okay. Go ahead. No problem. So, yeah, man, I don't know. I I, I would that really pissed me off to start my day. And then I read I, I usually hop on the Drudge Report. Drudge used to be a lot better. I don't know what it is. And I'm not saying that he's taking a political stand or anything like that, but a lot of these feel like I'm, I'm reading the sun from the UK, just like really like salacious headlines. Right. And um, I did see that um, from the very fake news, uh, CNN health ongoing trial shows Pfizer COVID-19 vaccines remain highly effective after six months. So the ongoing phase three clinical trial of Pfizer biotech BioNTech's coronavirus vaccine confirms protection remains high for at least six months after the second dose. The company said Thursday protection likely lasts even longer than that. Vaccine experts say, but they say having data showing good protection six months after people were vaccinated is good news. It remains more than 91% effective against the disease when they symptoms for six months. So the reality is that we're going to be looking at something that we're going to like there. If again, I'm not going to get into the whether you should take the shot or not. There are some people that feel extremely strong about that shit one way or another. And I really don't care what you do. Like, it's not my problem. It's, it's your body, your choice. If you want to take the shot, take the shot. I don't really care. I don't think it's, I don't think it's that big of a deal, but whatever. Dean, it was, you know, there's certain people that have religious uh, prohibitions against taking shit like that. That's great. Fine. Don't take it. Right. But what the argument was is that it's going to be a booster every year. Every year, it's going to be another shot where you're going to have to go to the doctor's office, just like with, with the flu shot. And I, I don't think, I don't think I've taken a flu shot in recent memory. Well, I, I don't, I, I've gotten it and I've usually had to sleep on the couch and like lay down and not go to work. And you feel like shit for like four days or what mm-hmm. have you, but it gives, it gives me excuses to like, you know, ask my wife to go get a Big Mac or something like that. You know what I mean? Let me eat some real shit food to go with this shit situation that I'm in. Um, But yeah, I, I, I don't know, man. I've never taken the flu shot in my you're not, you know, man, I hear that a lot, dude. And not, not, not like, it's not like, a, like I'm adamantly against it. I've just never taken a flu shot. Like, yeah, right. Right. And I, and again, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. You I want get to take the really shot, take the sick shot. after shots. Like whenever I got my shot, like, you know, like those immunizations that you have to get for like in school and things like that. And like, whatever the last one that it, I had to have which was like MMR or something like measles, mumps, rebellia or something. And then there was another one after that, I think, but like the last one was probably your meningitis. Yeah. So like this, it was like seventh or eighth grade that I, I had to like get this MMR shot and I was sick I believe for it. days afterwards, I believe like it. really, really sick. And then like the next one that I got too, like I ended up being sick from that and I, I don't, so I haven't taken any shots. Like I refuse to get them because I always get sick. So why, you know, I don't know. 
Okay. Maybe they're good for you. I, I don't know. I just, I, my body reacts funny to them. And like, it gets like all swollen where like, I got the shot, like in the arm, like, mm-hmm. and like really, really sore to where like, I couldn't even move my arm. Like it was bad. So I don't know. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, again, if you don't want to do it, don't do it. I know that we've talked about it ad nauseum. Um, I don't, uh, I, 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 no, I mean, I think if, if you want to get your shot, you should get your shot. I just, that's why I don't get shots because it makes me sick. That, that, that's fine. I want to do, I do want to take it on a lighter note. So Christopher introduced us to some excellent YouTube and I'm going to ask Angel if she wouldn't mind pulling up that one ATF cartoon oh. that Christopher sent to the group. Um, the one, yeah, I, I'd like to share that for those of you that listen to the show, we'll put the link in the show notes. But um, essentially, it's um, it's it's a it's a cartoon that's mocking uh, the terrorist organization that is the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms and Explosives, known for murdering people at Ruby Ridge and also at uh, Waco. Waco. Famous. Um, I'm trying to. And then taking pictures where their corpses burned. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And. uh, the propaganda arm of the state did its best to try to spin the story on Netflix. The series was very good. I, I can't say enough good. Things uh, yeah. About up, it. up until you got to the end when like the ATF agent was like crying and shit, like shut the fuck up. Like, sure they didn't give, they didn't care. No, they were celebrating and they ran up the yeah. flag. They ran up the ATF flag on the Davidian flagpole because it was essentially, they conquered the fortress. They took the enemy stronghold. So uh, fuck the ATF and um up their up their ass sideways with razor blades like i don't give a fuck like i i right. i'll tell up them your ass thing. with broken glass it's, it, they're just despicable and the fact that they're allowed to essentially legislate from their chair about what an sbr is or what constitutes a pistol right. that's that's why i had to send that video to you i'm like man I, jay's gonna get a kick out of this one no it's really good <laughs> it's really he's like i like how he makes the click noises that click click you know when he goes with a clicker to move yeah. it over to the next. Like, hold up let's go back to the previous slide <laughs> so, so this is a rifle click <laughs> so yeah that was it was really good so here we go Angel's got, uh, so you guys listen, and if you can watch it. Hey, guys, Richard Brzee here. Thanks all for uh, for coming out. Special thanks to the NRA for letting us do this. You know, we couldn't do our jobs without them doing their jobs, and <laughs> they do a great job of supporting us, and they always have. And so we really like them, and we appreciate them uh, bringing you all here to, to listen to our speech. Mm-hmm. All right, so first off, we're the ATF, and we're going to be explaining how simple gun laws are. Click. <laughs> What you are going to be learning in this presentation is one, why are gun owners such crybabies? The law isn't hard. You're just not believing hard enough. All right, first slide here. Click. We're going to talk about pistols. Look at that. It's very simple. It's a pistol. Everybody knows what a pistol is, and that's a pistol. Click. So for those of you that aren't watching the YouTube video, and you can see there's uh, various... Uh, pictures of pistols with um, different grips and rifles and things like that. Um, And then like some added added accessories. Um, And so he's going through this PowerPoint slide describing uh, the differences between them. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Go ahead. Go ahead. Look at this. It's more ridiculous. Oh, it does. This is an AOW. I see that it kind of looks like a pistol, but it's it's clearly not a pistol. Like, (laughs) um... Who made this PowerPoint? Uh, That's a pistol. Also a pistol. Apparently. Don't need a tax stamp for that one. Click. All right. Um, Let's go back. Click. Okay. So this one's a pistol. Next. Click. This one's a rifle. Apparently. This is a rifle. Oh, because it has a stock. So right here, they're describing a pistol as as a rifle, and it had what would you call that on the uh, a it's shoulder a brace. brace? It's a shoulder brace or okay. a stock? Yeah. yeah. So it's essentially the for those of you who are too cheap to get on the YouTube, um, what what you what he, the picture is is essentially it's a Glock 17 with well it looks like a Glock 17 anyway with this ridiculous uh. Stock, so it's like this polymer stock that looks like a fucking Terminator robot attachment that you know essentially turns it into a brace. So when you can shoulder brace it when you fire this handgun, so that's that's 
where he's at right now. Go ahead. Let's roll the tape. It's got a shoulder thing in the back there. So this one's a rifle. Uh, let's, let's just move on next. All right. So here we got a rifle. As you can see, everything's in there. It's a 14 standard inch, AR-15 14 looking rifle. Barrel that's been pinned to 16. Got a nice banana clip. Perfect rifle. Click. Banana clip. Well, th this looks like the same. What's different here? All right. This is an SBR. This is illegal. You'll go straight to jail for this one. Your $200 tax stamp or go straight to jail. <laughs> well, we're going to go back again and see the difference between this one and the, the previous one. Th there is no difference. All right. So this one's a rifle. Click. This one's an SBR. <laughs> All right. Moving on. Next. <laughs> this one's a pistol. All right. Let's go back. Click. This one's a SBR. This one's a pistol. This one's a pistol. Looks like <laughs> fine. Everything's fine with it. You can have this. No tax stamp. All right, let's let's move on. Next, <laughs> click, <laughs> click. Extra grippy this zone. This one is an AOW. Yep, this was an AOW. Straight to jail on this one. <laughs> click. <laughs> Straight to jail. Well, this looks this. All right, let's go back. Click. <laughs> this one's an AOW. It's in red. You go to jail for it. Next. This one is not an AOW. Oh, the grips are different. See the grips. The four grips different. are slightly different. So yeah, that makes a big difference. Apparently, big difference. Yeah, with a little grip thing there. <laughs> a little grip thing. All right. So here we got a rifle. Pretty much the same rifle we've been looking at this whole time. That's great. <laughs> with a bump stock. Legal there. This one Next has a bump click. stock. And yeah, it's a machine gun. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go forward. <laughs> Yeah, these are the same gun, but it used to be a rifle, but now it's a machine gun because we said it's a machine gun now. <laughs> so, all right, moving on, making making this easy for you guys. Next, <laughs> oh, this isn't a rifle or a pistol. This is just a gun. These are called <laughs> Title One firearms. For those of you who aren't in the know. <laughs> Next, okay, now it's a short-barreled shotgun. Yep, that's the short belt shot. All right, we're moving on. It says, LOL, we changed our minds. And I... <laughs> Next. And their machine gun. Yeah, you know, I've been working for the ATF for a while, and, and that's a real thing. You can really have shoelaces be machine guns, and that's why we determine that shoelaces can, in fact, be machine guns. That's that's uh, just something that we do down here. <laughs> Next. All right, so if you got any questions, now would be the time to ask. If you do have any questions after that very informative demonstration and PowerPoint I just gave, you're probably just a criminal and, well, you <laughs> go to jail. And the PowerPoint slide says, go fuck yourself, criminal. <laughs> that um, that uh, was the highlight. I, I really enjoyed that. That was uh, wonderful. So, yeah. So, as you guys know, the ATF. Plan ah. I don't know what's Rational happening. National gun owners carry not because it's a weapon, but because it's a but thank All you for right. that. Show, show producer fucking up over there. <laughs> I, I thought I closed out of it, but I guess I didn't. My bad. No, no, no you're all right. That's fine. It's um, it, it, the ATF sucks. That's all we could say. Uh, the ATF is a criminal organization. Right. Um, and that's like, that's why that video, like, is ridiculous as that video is. Like, that's like, they're pretty on, pretty on the nose with how the ATF is. They're like, eh, we changed our mind. It's a machine gun. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like the shoelaces, how shoelaces are now machine guns. Like, yeah. it's just, you know, it happens. Like, that makes sense. I mean. Yeah. But that's just like an that. example of how you're like a victim to their whims. Like, whatever they suddenly decide isn't legal, you know. Yeah. Well. Go. I, I'm sorry. I, I beg your pardon. Um, I, I didn't mean to interrupt. But uh, the ATF. Oh, no, the ATF. Uh, which you, which you, the idiot taxpayer, pays for, and me, the stupid uh, idiot taxpayer, all of us stupid morons, right. um, or morans, as I've seen spelled on Twitter by the scholars uh, at work. Uh, the ATF has a special section in their um, on their web page, and it says ATF myths. Not everything. Not everything you hear is true. Um, ATF wants to take my guns away. False. ATF supports the firearms industry and works to promote lawful gun ownership. <laughs> I, can't, I don't know if I'm going to be able to get through this. <clears throat> okay, this is almost as good as looking at Christopher, looking at me, making faces at him, making faces at me. That <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to try to get through this. <sighs> What's it? What is it called? Uh, it's 
it's it's called the you know ATF myths. ATF makes the gun laws. This is absolutely true. No, false. They say Congress makes federal gun laws. ATF enforces them. ATF has a national gun registry. This is also false. ATF is strictly prohibited by law from having. I want I want you guys to listen to that again because I'm going to say it slowly. ATF is strictly prohibited by law from having. I it disappeared. I don't know what happened. It's I, this the share screen happened and it's gone. So what's gone? Uh, I was reading from that. Uh, anyway, they they do make gun laws. They do um they they do whatever they want. So yeah, that that's about it. Yeah, I, I I'm sorry. No, that's okay. I like it disappeared. There it is. Okay, there it is. All right. So let's see here. ATF retains the revenue from NFA taxes. False. NFA taxes are deposited into the federal treasury. None of the funds go to the ATF. ATF conducts gun background checks. False. The National Instant Criminal uh, Instant Background Check System, uh, NICS is maintained and operated by the Federal Bureau of Investigation. ATF is committed to reducing violent crime and preventing criminals from acquiring firearms. If that were the case, they wouldn't exist because they're all criminals. Now, let's go ahead and take a look at a couple of these things. They may not create the law, but they arbitrarily decide what firearms are classified as SBRs, so short barrel rifles. Like there was a bit, I remember we talked about this on the show. I don't know if any of you guys remember. We talked about the honey badger. There's a big what to do about the honey badger, right? Because it was supposed that they, they decided one minute the ATF says pistol next minute, just like the video, the, the video that Christopher found is literally what the ATF does. They, they decide if something's a machine gun or something's not a machine gun and the shoelaces, they could determine that shoelaces are in fact machine guns and come to your house and shoot your dog and fucking set your house on fire, including all of your children like they've done in the past. So the idea that, okay, they don't pass gun laws, but they arbitrarily do whatever they want. They, they do, they will do. Think about this. Who is policing the ATF? Who's going to stop them from doing what they want to do? And furthermore, when you have a page like this, ATF myths, that's like someone from the Rebel Alliance and Star Wars logging on to the galactic internet in Star Wars world and saying, oh, I wonder what the, I wonder what the stormtroopers have to say. And it says like, instead of the ATF, it would say like your imperial forces, myths, like uh, <laughs> the, 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 the galactic empire does not use a wizard who has a red lightsaber to hunt people down and kill them who don't, who the emperor doesn't like. Absolutely false. Darth Vader is committed to maintaining, maintaining peace and order in the galaxy. That's why he has the 501st go around and make sure that everybody is obeying the emperor's dictates and keeping everybody free and safe. That's essentially what you're reading here, except that I have way more respect for Darth Vader and the Galactic Empire than I do the goddamn ATF. So um, these videos are great. We'll put them in the show notes. Um, there's another one that I watched too today. It, it, like the dude shows up from uh, from the ATF and he's, he's shooting the dog and that it's like a target and he's shooting the dog, the dog that's in the target. And then the FBI just shows up with a fucking flamethrower oh. burns the whole goddamn burns thing the whole down. goddamn thing down. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't get that reference, ladies and gentlemen, right. uh, go see Waco. Yeah. OK, go see Waco. So give yourself um, a history lesson, a little bit of a history lesson. So that's a little bit. Those are the things that pissed me off today, but uh, Christopher really uh, helped me pull me out of the fire as usual with his uh, his gems that he finds on YouTube. So um, I don't know, man. Like, I don't know what else is going on out there with you guys lately. Um, Twitter has been a fire with now our friend of the show, friend of us, Ace, who's been on here twice. I got to give him a shout out, not because, you know, he's um not, not for any other reason that, I mean, apart from being our friend, that dude has infinite fucking patience when dealing with the assholedom that is Twitter. The status that continue to argue with him and call him names and, and you know, just essentially a character assassinate the guy when he's trying to make a point on something. And he continuously tries to educate people and be nice to them. And I don't know where he gets the energy from. Like, I, this man, it'd be, I, I think he's great. Because the stupidity that's on Twitter, the big argument, I think, if any of you guys have seen it, was where uh, I think Austin Peterson kicked the whole thing off about atomic bombs 
being used on Japanese civilians and like essentially quote saying like they shouldn't have been there then if they didn't want to get incinerated <laughs> and how fucking stupid that man is for saying such things like that. Yeah. Um, and then you would have people. I want people to think about this for a minute. I thought it was a joke at first. Oh, you, you wish it was. You have to think about this for a second. What kind of person will defend the actions of the state committing mass murder and then wonder how we're getting into the situation that we're in right now. There are people who are out there who really think that the government really has a legitimate, uh, I guess you could say a mandate to incinerate women and children and men who had nothing to do with anything. It's kind of like when we had Scott Horton on a couple of weeks ago and we're attacking people in Afghanistan who literally had nothing to do with what happened on September 11th, 2001. Yeah. Nothing, nothing. If you're going to tell me that people in Hiroshima and Nagasaki are responsible, like the kids going to school or doing whatever, or people, you know, just going uh, like, of course not. Who's going to say that? Uh, Austin Peterson did. Really? Uh, that, he said that for sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's yep. terrible. Yeah. He's a piece of human. Garbage. Who, who's Austin Peterson? By, uh, or... He's an alleged libertarian, which is laughing. Oh, yeah. But... Alleged. Oh, okay. Well, I have no clue who he is. So it's like him and fucking. What's his name? Fucking Nicholas Sarwark, that fucking dude. What is his deal, man? Like, what is? I don't, I don't know, man. He, uh, he's something else, man. <laughs> like, not my type of people. I'll tell you that much. Well, he, uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, he's. I don't know. He's just one of those ones that like wants to kowtow to the wrong side, man. Like, yeah. Like he really, he really does. Like, just like his, uh. He he made a, a post on Twitter a while ago about cancel culture, and was like, "Oh, it's not cancel culture; it's a, it's accountability." Like, shut the fuck up, man. So what? You think it's legit to like completely ruin somebody's life for, you know, like with some people? Like, you know, everybody says dumb shit on Twitter from time to time. I mean, I got, yeah, I got you know, I got my twelve hour ban for calling somebody the dreaded R word. <laughs> right yeah you know, that's true. The, the dreaded r word uh but yeah he uh it was uh, to me it's just like ridiculous like how he just like justifies like dumb shit and it's just like no wonder you know like no wonder some people are turned off from like libertarianism because look at the, some of the people that, that represent it i and, just agreed i'm looking at this guy's like twitter page right now and honestly i just think he's a conservative like, I don't even really think, like, he's, I don't know. Like, some of the stuff that I'm just about reading. Austin Peterson? Yeah, just reading off yeah. the cuff. Like, uh, he says, roads and bridges are just okay, but if, they're, if they are the excuse for bigger government, then we are better off without them overall. Like, okay, I, I don't, I don't know. You know what? Great. That sounds good. But as soon as you can, uh, as soon as you can start, um justifying mass murder of people who had nothing to do with something that happened halfway across the world. I think anything that you have to say that's positive, I can take it and firmly uh, crumple it and throw it in the toilet and flush right, it. Right. It's meaningless. Yeah. A hundred percent. So um, good luck to him. Oh, I did want to talk to the, uh, to you guys, the audience and of course this group. So I came across now vice news, which is, you know, kind of a soyish, uh, they're a bit soft and <laughs> kind of, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, and I'm, I'm being nice about it. I'm really pull like putting it mildly. They do have some gems on YouTube specifically with their investigative reporting on the war in Donbass, which we reported on, on this show dealing specifically with Russian torture chambers for Ukrainians in, in Southeastern Ukraine. They had reporters go out there. The best part about this. Okay. So let me lay it up for you. Uh, and I suggest I'll put it in the show notes so that people can check it out if you're really interested. They did a great job. I, I'm telling you right now, they did a great job. And, I, and it's like ashes in my mouth to say that about Vice. But but it's true. <laughs> so they went out to Donbass, the Donbass region, because Vice, who is the defender and protector and fighter of all things uh, anti-fascist. Like they, they, they're they the anti-fascist crusader. They want to hunt down Nazis. They literally sent reporters to Ukraine because there were allegedly neo-Nazi units. So 
in order, okay, so let me let me lay it out for you a little bit. So when the Russians started uh, giving arms to these uh, separatists that are in the Donbass region in southeastern Ukraine, okay, this is the area where that Malaysian airplane was shot down, and it was found out that it was shot down by these separatists, mm -hmm. a surface air missile, I believe. There, the, the Ukrainian army was in shambles, so they had literal volunteers, regular people go off and fight these Russian-backed separatists and have managed to hold them um, before the Ukrainian military could answer. So now on the front lines, Vice, Vice was very concerned that um, their soy was getting tainted with because there were Nazis fighting on this eastern front that's in Ukraine against these uh, Russian separatists or these Russian-backed separatists. So they went out all the way out there went to the front lines, like the one nerd that's like the head fucking, uh, the, the guy that was running the show. And I'll tell that to his face. He's a fucking nerd. He was like, oh man, I, I wonder if we're going to see some, uh, some frontline action. Oh, that guy was annoying. As soon as the first artillery round started going off, you could see that he was beginning to shit his pants with fear because, oh, you, you want action. Well, these fuckers gave you action. Here it is. He got he ended up being in a machine gun nest where they're firing this machine gun at the at these separatists and then there's sniper fire coming over. And then finally someone takes the fucking uh the rocket the RPG, the RPG and RPGs the position where they think the sniper is. Mm -hmm. And you can see the dude is like scared. And and I would be scared too. I mean, like, you know, yeah, right, rightfully Absolutely. so. But, yeah. But he rightfully asked for so. it. He he literally said that he wanted to get into the, the like see some action. Well, yeah, of course they always do because they don't know what that means. It's terrifying, right? Yeah. Like yeah. it's war. Yeah. It's literally war. So yeah. ironically enough. And this is credit, I guess, to this individual. I, I, I don't remember his name. They call him like the Santa Claus, the Ukrainian Santa Claus oh, or yeah, what have you. Guy. This dude, like they interview him, they sit down. He has to chain smoke because to keep his nerves down. But he's like a local folk hero. And they ask him, like, well, what is your political position? He says, anarchist. And he quotes Proudhon and says, anarchy is the mother of order. These idiots went all the way from North America to the, the, the steppes of Asia, almost like in far Eastern Europe to find Nazis fighting the Russians. And they found an anarchist and a bunch of them, mind you, fighting against these Russian uh, separatists that are uh, that are in Ukraine. It was a total flop. They didn't find what they were looking for, because the problem I think that Vice runs into, along with any soy slurping SJW garbage, <laughs> is that anything to the right of Karl Marx is essentially a Nazi. OK, libertarian Dave Smith, a Jew and a libertarian, has been called a Nazi by these people. I'm not even kidding. Dave Smith is a Jew, but yet he finds himself a member of the National Socialist Workers Party. I don't know how that happens. Well, I know people are saying something along the lines of like he he was like a, a I don't know, bigot or something because he compared uh, COVID vac vaccination passports to, um, you know, Jewish people and, and the Yellow Star and things like that and like the Holocaust and like you know, people were like giving him a bunch of shit over it. And, and some other guy, you know, said something like terrible about it. And it's like, well, if you think about it, like the question, you know, really does become, okay, so is this something that I'm, you know, complying with? Or, you know, am I being forced to do this? Well, your travel is being restricted. So therefore you're being forced to comply. So therefore it's forced compliance, sure. right? Mm -hmm. And the Jews from Nazi Germany were also forced to comply. And then that led to the Holocaust. So it's not that, it's not that far of a hop, skip and a jump to that because eventually like it just slowly, tyranny slowly starts to take over. Like it's not just going to stop with a COVID passport, you know? And that's what these people don't understand. I mean, yeah, is it like you saying, oh, well, having a COVID passport is like a Jewish person, you know, in a concentration camp? No, it's not the same, but it's on the same path. Eventually, Correct. it'll lead to that. So, mm -hmm. you know, like, I, I just don't get the thought process and why people give him, you know, 
a hard time. I don't understand what the controversy is with having a, hey, be careful with this slippery slope conversation. Like, what is, what's the fucking problem? Like, why? And the fact, first of all, think of the discriminatory power. And then, of course, some people chime in. And then, oh, it's a private business if they don't want you in there without your COVID passport. Me, guess what's going to happen? They're going to lose because people with their dollars, they're going to vote with their dollars. They're mm-hmm. like, you know what? Fine. I'm not going to fucking spend money with you. Suck my dick. How about that then? And then, of course, uh, you know, the used guys will open up the shop right next to them and say, guess what? We don't give a fuck what paperwork you have. We we even accept Bitcoin. Come on in. We want that business. Your your money spends here the same. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. It spends the same. And that's bullshit for people. Like they're like, oh, you're taking it too far. Like everybody has that yellow star of David, Mm -hmm. but instead it says unvaccinated or something like that. Mm -hmm. If you want to tell me that that is pushing it too far, I don't think anybody being. How do I put this? What you know? What is it? Uh, extremism in the defense of liberty is no vice. Remember that quote. I think that's who who the fuck said that. I think it's Barry Goldwater that said that. Extremism in the defense of liberty is no vice, and it's absolutely true. Because why would you give the state that kind of power? Like that's essentially an internal passport. That's what the right. Soviet Union had, right? That's an internal passport. Where you need this to travel, comrade. You must mm-hmm. have this on you at all times. Mm-hmm. Papers, please. Yeah. Papers, please. This is a checkpoint. This is a vaccine checkpoint. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? If they if they did something like that, then I'm just not going to attend. I'm not going to go uh, regardless if I get the vaccine or not get the vaccine. It doesn't matter. Like it. I don't even if I you know, even if you have both doses, I still think it's bullshit to have a, a passport. I don't care if you had it or not. It doesn't yeah, matter. It's absolutely foolish. And it's just like anybody should know. I mean, history will tell us that, like, once you give the state power, they're never going to give it up or give it back. Like, oh, never. <laughs> so just don't do it. Like, it, it, oh, it's such a terrible idea. And the, and the amount of people that are just all gung ho about it, man. Like, the, the cathedral's done their job quite well on a lot of people. Oh, I agree with that, man. They've, they've been hitting home runs for over a year now. And, um, yeah. Oh, I forgot to commemorate last month the happy anniversary of the two weeks to stop the spread, everybody. Uh, congratulations. <laughs> Um, we're now on day 370, I think, 370 days to flatten the curve, I think. Yeah. So congratulations on uh, us, you know, allowing the state to tell us what businesses stay open, what businesses don't stay open. Oh, so in Ohio, those of you that are not from uh, the motherland that is uh, the Soviet People's Republic of Ohio, uh, the governor, the little midget bastard that lives in Columbus by the name of Mike DeWine, he said that uh, that he was going to the Senate passed. OK, so the Ohio General Assembly, both both chambers mm-hmm. passed this bill limiting the governor's powers because in direct response to what the people of the state have been enduring for over a year. He threatens to veto it. They pass it anyway, because those of you that are familiar with the legislative process is that the governor does have you know the power to veto. But the assembly has the power to override a veto if it has a certain amount of votes. The same thing goes for uh, the United States Congress in both chambers or what have you, right? Okay, so he vetoes it. He realizes that the the votes are there to override his veto. Then he wants to sit down and discuss things with these uh, asshole politicians who did something right. I mean, again, a, a broken clock is right twice a day. So once in a while, these fuckers do find a gem once in a while. This is the once in a while. So they're limiting the powers. And then he wants to sit down and negotiate with these people and say, well, you know, how about, you know, a 30 day review and a panel to make sure and review orders and stuff like that. And the the assembly people are like, the time to talk is over. Like you ignored us. You said that, you know, that it was dangerous for you, for you guys to, you know, you know, to do this to me as the governor, because you're limiting my powers. And then he brings up this scare tactic of what if something like Ebola happens? You know, something we already had Ebola go through Akron. It was at David's bridal shop. Okay. Mm -hmm. And guess what? Nothing happened because when you get Ebola in Northeastern Ohio, you live. If you get Ebola with respect, if you get Ebola in Liberia, you are fucked. You're going to die. 
It's not a, it's if you guys go onto the internet and take a look at the fucking operating theaters in West Africa. If you get a, if you get, if you cut yourself shaving and walk into that place, you're going to fucking die. Okay. Because unfortunately these people don't have the resources to have clean, sterile operating theaters. You know, it's not a knock on them just because it's Africa or what have you. Like, unfortunately the people that run these countries are fucking warlords which we were told that government is supposed to mitigate that, but whatever, they have a government it's run by warlords. So any of the money that goes much, to try to help much like ours, much like ours, um, much, much like, like ours. ours, but you know, our guys, they, our people know how to talk nicely. You know what I mean? Our people went to Harvard and Yale and they know how to speak softly and nicely. And, you know, they don't pull your hair when they're fucking you, you know, they massage the right. back of your neck. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I love you, honey. I, I love yeah. you. <laughs> they breathe heavily on the nape of your neck, you know? <laughs> right, right. So, yeah, so when you get Ebola in Sierra Leone, there's a pretty good chance that you're not going to make it. There's a pretty good chance. If you get Ebola in Dallas, Texas, lo and behold, you start, you, they, they figure it out. I, yeah, I don't know what it is. a good chance of survival. <laughs> not to say that I want people to get Ebola. Or that's not something no, we no. worry about. But it's funny that this little motherfucker that lives down there and his googly eye but glasses why is it, but, brings up Ebola. But why is it? Well, what happens if? Well, what happens if we'll fucking cross that road when we get to a motherfucker? You don't just get to right. have whatever you want because you want to. What happens if these are hypothetical motherfucking situations? They are. Can, you know, we can burn that bridge after we cross it. Yep. Right. I mean. I just don't understand it. Like, it's like, well, what happens if, well, what happens if your ass fuck off? <laughs> what happens if the Canadians cross Lake Erie and invade Northeast Ohio? Well, good luck Cleveland. I don't know. I'm not going up there. And when they come, when they get out of Cuyahoga County, I'll think about going out there, but I mean, uh, y'all can have that shit. I mean, that was his last defense, I guess. Right. Yeah. It's a scare tactic. It's a, it's a scare yeah. people. That's exactly yeah. what well, he just did. like you did. You saw that shit from the new CDC director, right? Oh, yeah. Please tell people about that. The, I, I did uh, not see it. I completely forget her name, particularly. It, probably it doesn't matter. I don't, care, I don't care about her, but right. Release this bullshit statement. And she, basically, basically that like she's like, oh, we're almost there. We're almost there, but not quite. But I have this feeling of impending doom. Oh, yeah, I did see that. Right. Like, oh, like, let's shut the country down because you got this gut feeling of impending doom, you, you know, like of this oncoming fourth wave. And then she really tried to like. Like it, it's just such bullshit because she tries to be like, let's go off the script here, and then she's very clearly reading from a script and like tries to like make herself like relatable, like oh, like I'm a mother and I'm a daughter and I'm a wife and you know I care and blah 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 blah, and it's just like shut the fuck up. They're just like <laughs> like like once again, it's like pure scare tactic like pure propagandism it's that fucking you know like that witch doctor bullshit like ooh, spooky feelings <laughs> like, it's true man i, I right i, I want to share the video um and uh, if you guys stand by real quickly i will do so so this is the one that christopher is talking about here so it's this uh the rochelle walensky went off script at a briefing Monday. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so let's see here. I know what it's like as a physician to stand in that patient room, gowned, gloved, masked, shielded, and to be the last person to touch someone else's loved one because their loved one couldn't be there. I know what it's like when you're the physician, when you're the health right. provider, and you're worried that you don't have the resources to take care of the patients in front of you. I know that feeling of nausea when you leave the crisis standards of care and you wonder whether there are going to be enough ventilators to go around and who's going to make that choice. And I know what it's like to pull up to your hospital every day and see the extra morgue sitting outside. I didn't know at the time when it, was, when it would stop. We didn't have the science to tell us. We were just scared. Hmm. We have come such a long way. Three historic scientific breakthrough vaccines, and we are rolling them out so very fast. 
So I'm speaking today not necessarily as your CDC director, and not only as your CDC director, but as a wife, as a mother, as a daughter, to ask you to just please hold on a little while longer. I so badly want to be done. I know you all so badly want to be done. We are just almost there, but not quite yet. And so I'm asking you to just hold on a little longer to get vaccinated when you can, so that all of those people that we all love will still be here when this pandemic ends. Hmm. So interesting. I um, if you know the fake tears, the crocodile tears. Right. That was amazing. Um, I, I think that she doesn't even get nominated for an Emmy, mm-hmm. let alone a, um, any kind of reward whatsoever. I'll make her like a paper piece of trophy, like a trophy with like a turd right. on it. being like, you're a piece of shit. Like, first of all, bro, who voted for you? Like as your Nobody. CDC director, bitch, I don't have a CDC director. I, I didn't. Number one, I don't vote. Secondly, I didn't fucking ask you anything. So who the fuck do you think you are? You know, and the fact the problem is that we talked about this in the pre-show. This shit will go on as long as all of you and I'm not talking about our audience because obviously our audience is awesome, but other people's audiences. Other people's audiences, as long as you as long as these fuckers go along with it, this bitch will have power. You know what I mean? Like this, this lady, the government, the state, if we all just said, fuck this, where everybody's opening the shops they're dropping the mask unless you want to wear one. If you want to wear one, then wear one. I mean, knock like, yourself the fuck out. Right. I've been going into the UPS store without a mask on to drop shit off. Like when I have to you like, rebel, I'm like, I can't, I'm fucking running in and running out. Like, just leave me alone. Like I'm not putting my mask on for that. Fuck you. They don't say shit for me. There's a big ass sign to me. There's a big ass sign on the door. Wear your mask. I'm like, mm dropping this off i don't even get a receipt i'm like i'm dropping it off and i throw it at him and i run out the door I'm like Fuck yeah. You. Yeah. here's my box yeah. <laughs> bye i'm like bye assholes not wearing a mask like that's good i mean what are they that's gonna good. do fight me oh uh, i i i put the money on you you're fighting you 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 want to fight about it huh <laughs> you want to fight about it? you want you you want to fight about it <laughs> I mean, I don't know, man. I don't like, know either. I just I but it this will this will continue. This madness will continue until Americans remember their rebellion. Like you're what is the the meme that I saw go around is like your your inheritance is rebellion. Like whatever happened to that revolutionary spirit in the people, like like I said, I've I've talked about it quite a few times on this show when we went down. Yeah, fucking soft. <laughs> we got soft for sure. And when we went and uh the gang went to see Chris to Chris Chris's band play at a at a location which will not be named because I want to be able to go back there uh, where people were having a great time they're not a mask to be in sight and you totally forgot about it like inside the walls of this uh, musical speakeasy there was like it was like America before the stupidity I wasn't even worried about it I didn't even think about it it wasn't it, it, I was just there enjoying the show enjoying the music right mm-hmm. and I, if more people behave that way they're pa- like they're not going to be able to do everything like they're not going to like for example even when the city of akron is run by the communist party okay and it's been run by the communist party for so long that i don't think these people know that they can vote for someone else which is fine like that it matters but whatever they passed an ordinance banning the citizens or excuse me the subjects of the people's uh, Akron Soviet from having more than six people at a gathering for Thanksgiving this past year. Even the motherfucking police who are not known for making good decisions about anything, who are not known for doing any good period. uh, They even said, we will not be enforcing this. Even the goddamn sheriff's deputies and the city police said, we are not going to be enforcing that. Do you want to know why? Because everybody is so fucking wound up that these goddamn coppers knew that they'd show up at somebody's house and fuck with the Thanksgiving dinner. Someone's going home in a body bag. One of them is because people are like, you know what? You've taken everything away from me. Now you're fucking with my fucking Thanksgiving dinner. It's a cause for war. It's a cause for war at my house. Don't fuck with my turkey. Don't fuck with my wife's turkey. My wife's turkey is the best fucking turkey I ever ate. Don't fuck with the turkey or the mashed potatoes Mm -hmm. or we're going to war. You better call the national guard. Like I'm not leave me the fuck alone. But even they were smart enough to know, no, we're not going to, we're not going to, we're not going to. Yeah. Yeah. 
you know so there needs to be more of that you need to like you need your your power is in your defiance your power is in your refusal to listen to these witch doctors and these people with the crocodile tears getting on there we're almost there until the uh, wait we'll be almost there and then fall will come and then Mm -hmm. the the goalposts will move again that's exactly what they did last year correct yeah exactly what they did last year I just, I don't even know. Like, I haven't been wearing a mask, like, this entire fucking pandemic. Like, if I had to go to the store to get stuff, I will. Like, I just haven't gone to the store. Like, I just get shit fucking delivered. I don't even, like, I don't even care, dude. Like, I don't go to the store. I get it delivered. I go to work. I don't fucking wear a mask inside work. I don't wear a mask anywhere. Speaking of which, um, I had actually saw... it just popped in random thought but it it has to do with you know masks but uh in mexico they're shutting down uh the ruins at chichen itza because of tourists not wearing masks mind you it's outside yeah it's it's outdoors like that like i read that and i'm like that's just fucking ridiculous man and that and that's Like you have to wear a mask outside in the Yucatan Peninsula where it's nope. hotter than the devil's dick. Mm-mm. It's in a rainforest for fuck's sake. Yeah. It's yeah. hot. Okay. Well, say goodbye to your fucking tourist money. I mean. Right. Yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> they'll probably regret that decision pretty quick. Like, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Yeah. We, for, we forgot that we still needed your money. That's right. Yeah, Lo- like, come back. back. Come back. Just wear two masks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Would you want to kill grandma over here? Is that what? Yeah. It? Yeah. No. Um, I don't. Uh, I think I'm well enough pissed off. I think that that's about uh, all the load that I have to shoot for today. I'm trying to think if there's anything else that made me angry apart from the things that already make me angry every day. And I'm, I'm drawing a blank. Like, like something that makes you exceptionally angry. Yeah. <laughs> not, yeah. not just not just normal day to day angry, but over the line. Over the line. Yeah. Like Walter Sobchak over the line. You're over the line, Smokey. That's a foul. Well, I can tell you the story that happened to me over the weekend about angriness, if you'd like to hear it. I, I'm all ears. So I go and I pick up um, catering from the local store because I'm having a little uh, shindig get together. And I go to pick up the catering and the woman there, you know, I go, I go up to the counter and I say, you know, I'm here to pick up the order, give her my name, et cetera, et cetera. Um, She says, is it hot or cold? And I look at her and I'm like, well, hot, but like I had hot and cold items, but I just thought, what a stupid fucking question. Just go back there and find out what my order is. Right. right? Yeah. Like, does it matter if it's hot or cold? I got an order for pickup. Right. So she goes back there and they're still working on it. And she comes out and she tells me exactly whatever the guy who's cooking the food or finishing up says to her, which is, you're too early. Come back later. You're too early. Right. You're too early. So she she comes up to me and she says, you know, he says you're too early and that you need to come back. And, And I'm like, okay, wait, my pickup is at 5.30. It's 5.27, so I'm three minutes early? Okay. And I turn around and I left and I'm like, people are fucking stupid. Just completely stupid. Like, and, you know, I knew that they probably heard me saying that, you know, which is why, like, when we came back to to get the stuff, like, the, you know, the chef was coming out with the food. And I think that that's why. Because, like, I think he heard me say, oh, three minutes i'm three minutes early like and i think he knew that i was gonna fucking lose my shit probably so yeah that's what happened i mean you probably had daggers coming out of your face yeah um were you wearing a mask then uh yes i was but you have to inside the store otherwise you can't go in no no shoes no shirt no bra no mask i should have just had it delivered to the house which probably would have been easier but i just i hindsight is 2020 dude like what are you gonna do how was the food it was okay it was okay yeah it was all right um okay well that just goes to show you how stupid the rest of the world is and um i'm sorry for your troubles at the local grocer uh that you ran into somebody where you were too early i i three minutes too early 
what three. Did, like, did you have like fried chicken or something? Like, what was the problem? No, I just had meatballs and you know pretzel bites and uh, meat and cheese platter and uh, um, you know a dessert tray and you know I I don't know. Meat and cheese that could be complicated. Maybe yeah, they had just, to slice every deli. fucking piece of fucking Colby and and you know a gabagool or whatever. <laughs> the gabagool. Did you get gabagool? No, that's not a proper meat tray at all. I'm I'm sorry. No wonder things. They didn't have the gabagool. That's 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 a disrespect. I, I that's a disrespect. That that aggression will not stand. Um. Okay. So yeah, we were supposed to have a guest tonight. Uh, the guest is completely fucking MIA on us. So here we are. Um, yeah. So we had to like completely wing this off the top of our heads with like no predetermined topic or subject. So no, no, we had an entire line of questioning uh, ready for our guests to right. I was, we, we had something with a script <laughs> and they just totally bailed. Um, I hope everything's okay. But at the same time, Whatever, man. Sorry, guys. Like, you know, these you know, you're subject to the whims of the people who agree to be on your show. And then when they literally are not even writing you back to be like, oh, I'm sorry, I can't make it. I mean, it's OK if you can't make it. Right. You know what I mean? But you know, don't leave people hanging. I mean, unless, of course, it's an emergency, in which case I'm a total fucking ass asshole. So um, um, shout out to our friend in California, uh, uh, Comrade Claus, uh, the jiu jitsu uh, friend of ours. He's going to be coming on to the show uh, soon, and we're going to have a nice discussion with him. We're still waiting on the uh, trans person that's running for sheriff in, in um, what is it, the area? Is it Ari, Aria Demezo? I forget how to say her first name. I don't remember to say her first name, but she's an anarchist who's running like she got on the anarchy ball before he fucking went MIA. I don't, nobody knows where he is. He had her on her show and apparently she ran on the Republican ticket to make a point to prove that nobody pays attention to who the primary candidate is because she's an, she's a Satanist and an anarchist uh, it, it, like in full view and people didn't even research or anything. They just voted for her because she's, you know, like just a Republican. So, so she's running and her yard signs are like, you know, F the police or what have you, which I, I hope that we get her on the show sometime because I really want to hear from her and uh, see how the campaign's going. And if she wins, well, what's she going to do? Hopefully defund the police. We'll see. Uh, I don't have anything else. I hope that you guys check out the links that we're going to be in the uh, show notes, uh, especially when it comes to the Donbass. Uh, the ATF skit is worthy of uh, several watches. Uh, yeah, the, the guy does a great job. Chef's kiss, man. Chef's yeah. kiss. Yes, it's it's brilliant. And if you're not watching this on YouTube, you're really missing out on the visuals. So check it out at your own on your own time, so that you can be like, no, YouTube no or BitChute or BitChute. BitChute is up and running. BitChute yeah, uh, up and running, up to date. It is current. So yeah. please go over there and subscribe. I also like to ask you guys if you don't mind getting on to iTunes and uh, leaving us a review. We really appreciate that. If you haven't subscribed to the YouTube or BitChute channel. Please take the time if you can and go over there and do that. We appreciate your support a lot. Don't forget we have a Patreon. Uh, we uh, you know we uh, have extra content on there. We will be adding more content. A lot of that's on me. Like I'm in the middle of finishing school, and I'm in the last four weeks. So as soon as that's out of the way, you're going to see a lot more content. And I'm going to let you know ahead of time that there's going to be more content that's going to be exclusive to BitChute simply because it's not policed by the SJW squad who's constantly looking for something. We had a, we did a, an episode on uh, communist gulags and the Uyghur genocide. I had a drawing as the thumbnail, a drawing from the Soviet era of, of torture. They flagged it and removed my thumbnail because it depicted like um, sadomasochism and nudity. I had to write YouTube back and tell them, it's a fucking drawing from the great purge in the Soviet Union. And they're like, oh, we're, we're terribly sorry about that. Well, they still didn't put it back up, but they apologize. But still, the future is going to be in the le like, I understand. We're like, well, you know, the people that are on BitChute, you know, there's the literal Nazis running around. Oh, my God, my glasses. Listen, <laughs> you, you need to fucking relax, man. You need to relax. If you don't right. like somebody's content for years, the liberals told the idiot conservatives, if you don't like what you see on TV and you don't, don't like watch what you see it. on the radio, don't, don't, don't interact with it. 
Don't consume that media. Same thing. There's shit on BitChute that you're not going to like. I don't even know what it is because I only watch stuff on BitChute that are, you know, friendly to what I believe in. So I don't even know why you fuckers find Nazi shit on there. Whatever. Just <laughs> Right? Like somebody must be actively searching for that stuff. Yeah. Huh? yeah. Huh? <laughs> I'm a tough guy. I'm, gonna, I'm a Nazi hunter on, on BitChute. I'm going to find them and report. Right. You know, yeah, okay. Congratulations right. on your cheaply purchased nobility. Way to fucking go. Um, yeah, go go check us out. Please uh like and subscribe. Don't forget to give us thumbs up the videos. Yes, thumbs up on the videos. And um, please enjoy the content. Consider uh, you know, going over it's only two dollars on uh Patreon, and there's already a substantial uh library that's on there right now, and it will be added to the fuck you Fridays are most likely gonna continue to be on there as opposed to on this re- on the regular platform. So please go check that out. If you want to be a guest on the show or if you have any show ideas, we've already had multiple write-ins and we appreciate you guys for doing that. Uh, it's info at useguyspod.com, useguysandat at gmail.com. You can hit us up on Twitter at useguyspod. And of course, our various Twitter handles, which will be on. Don't forget to check out our website, useguyspod.com. All the videos are up to, up to date on there too. So you can do a two for one. On there, you can get all of our content, the audio, and you can get all of our content that's video. Um, I can't post BitChute on there yet, but it is the YouTube page. So once uh, our host is able to- You can also purchase merchandise such as t-shirts and coffee mugs. This is true. And high quality shit too. So head on over there, check it out. I'd like to give a special shout out, of course, to people. Paul B from B-Town. I sent him three books. He's got all three of them. Uh, Appreciate your support, Paul. And of course- what would this show be without our official fucking sponsor, Akron Apothecary, also known as Todd the Gay's Very Gay Soap? I'm very excited now. I'm fired up now. My energy's back talking about this fucking hot gay soap made by a gay fella who that we love. And it's for everybody. It's the people's soap. It's the Soviet soap. It's the soap for that ass. Um, you heard you heard Brian's, uh, you know, uh, you know, first person. Glowing account. review. Glowing. Glowing review. review clean taint everything is moisturized from the sack all the way up it's a beautiful soap please enjoy it you got the peppermint poppy seed chocolate raspberry cocoa butter orange and cocoa butter the guy needs the update i've been talking to todd he needs to get off the horse and get on it and fucking start doing this, the page on instagram he said he quote he started it i don't know what that means my, my fucking my 18 year old kid could probably make 15 fake fucking instagram accounts in less than 25 minutes so i don't know what he's waiting for so get on there get on todd say hey we want more of that gay soap yeah, we want that soap, soap for that ass so keep, keep me ass. clean from my sack to the top of my crack <laughs> yeah, he's on Etsy, Akron Apothecary, if you um, search on Etsy. Yeah, so do, you know, you guys, we, t- we talk about it all the time. You want to support, a, a, you know, somebody who's local. You want to support small business, business, uh, Todd's small business indeed. And we're trying to get him to medium potato status business. So please help him out. It's a quality product on top of everything else. You know, we're not selling, you know, he's not hawking uh, garbage. Okay, I've actually yeah. been to his Al house. Natural. Al Natural. Mm-hmm. I've seen the cold pressing. I've seen it uh, uh, firsthand. He's done a great job. So shout out to Todd and our official sponsor, Akron Apothecary. I don't have anything else. Check out the show notes. Fuck the ATF. Fuck the government and fuck coronavirus and that stupid cunt that runs the CDC. So on that note, uh, from me to all of you, from us guys to you guys, have a good night. We'll talk to you soon. And um, stay frosty. Bye. Frosty. Stay frosty. (laughs) 